What's up, you dirtbags? Luke and I are back. I am in a new studio today. I am in Las Vegas, the New York, New York for one night. Uh, but Sin Luke, City. what is going on, man? How are we doing? Mr. Luke, cheers, my man. I'm actually cheers, not, cheers. I'm not drinking tonight because we got to go push some snow here in about five hours. So I'm supposed to be sober for that. So no drinks on this one, unfortunately. Hey, look at, uh, look at you being responsible and yeah, had to clarify too. Cause if anyone was watching this and like, wait a minute, I think Luke pushed snow that, uh, that night. Yeah, I had to. Cause I know Jeremy listens to him. So if he was like, Luke, I knew you were fucking drinking. No, I wasn't Jeremy. I promise nothing in the hands, nothing in the yeah. hands. So uh, uh, yeah. also before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to Luke purchase his first house today. It sounds like they close in January. Congrats to you and Olivia um super exciting way to i mean what a what like a like like a mon like a huge step in your life i couldn't think of the word at the time sorry but just a just a massive step so congrats to you yeah thank you man i mean it it yeah first time home buyer so is literally you know from step one like what what are we doing here and it it uh it's been a great process and hasn't been too stressful you know we made a few offers here and there but i think the market you know was pretty great for us in Arizona, uh, you know, starting to come down a bit, but still a bit expensive. Uh, yeah. but yeah, dude, it, what a rush that was today. Uh, we, we drove to Vegas today for a one day trip, got the text. Hey, you guys are homeowners. And we're just like, let's go. Uh, just a so, whole different feeling, man. So yeah, Liv and I are pumped, you know, we're, we're doing a bunch of work stuff and traveling, uh, this month, but yeah, January 3rd, we're going to move in, uh, and in Arizona, it's like right next to a lake, which there's not many of those. So we're is it a we're, man-made we're, lake or is it like a like a sacred lake? Because I feel it's like gotta, it's got it, dude. It's got to be man-made. I mean, it's got all the fingers, so like everyone's mm. on the lake, and then That's we're cool. like just off. Um, but yeah, it's it's so cool. Like we're we're excited um, just to start building equity into something. I mean, we've yep. been renting our whole lives, which is good up until a point until you can afford afford to buy so we're we're stoked fuck yeah well again congrats to you guys big step it's it's been a while too since you and i have just kind of hopped on with ourselves i feel like we just had a roster full of really good guests and really good conversations that we wanted to hammer out so it's fun to just kind of be back and bullshit in the way we used to back in february (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, I, I was thinking about it today and these are probably, and no offense to any of our guests, but these are probably some of my favorite uh, episodes just because uh, we just talk like we normally talk and we, yep. we don't have much to prepare because we talk so much and yep. uh, it, it just works out really well. But yeah, some big things obviously have happened, you know, since the last time you and I've been on, but um, really exciting things too, with, with the podcast, Dirtbags University, uh, which I know I wanted to dive into a little bit here. Yep. So, um, we had our second dirtbags university. Uh, it, this one was focused on cash flow and construction. Um, I would say it was a bit different than the first one and, 100%. and it, uh, yeah. And we're, you know, we're feeling it out. We're trying to provide the most value for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think both episodes provided a lot of value, but correct. I also think, and maybe this is, you know, you and I just having like a higher bar. Mm-hmm. I think we can do so much better with like our mission of what we're trying to do. I agree. I We haven't really established really what that mission is either. You know, I, I think 
we just kind of had the idea of, hey, we really need to get more of an education piece to this. We yeah. need to get something to where we can bring people together to where it's not you, me, and somebody else talking, but we can have a lot of different opinions and a lot of different perspectives to where we can, you know, ask these better questions. So hopefully people can learn. So yeah, definitely. And I think what I really like about that is because it we're setting the stage in a good way. Like we're still figuring it out, but we're setting the stage for like, this is where we come to learn, be a little bit more serious and dive in deeper into different um, topics and scenarios. And so I think what would really help us is, you know, hearing from everyone that's listening, like what are those main issues that they're struggling with or what do, what would they want to sit through a webinar with um, and just do a deep dive on like what topics are those? And I think we can definitely make them happen. And, and also just, uh, yeah, just with our speakers, we've had amazing speakers coming on so far. And so kind of planning for January, you know, who do we want on and also what topic are we really diving into? So I think, yeah, shoot us a message and let us know kind of what you guys are thinking. And, uh, but we've had great numbers on both, uh, webinars and we just, we're just going to try and keep growing that hundred percent. And like you said, just getting more feedback as far as what others want, right? I feel like the conversations that we had were like a very kind of general, like a lot of people have this issue. I yeah. wanted, I want, like you and I always say, we really want to dive deep into things. I want, you know, your struggles that you're seeing sent to us. So then you and I can figure out, okay, are other people having this? Who can we have on that might have expertise in this, that might have experienced this to where we can really get a good conversation out of it? Yeah, definitely. I think, to, to be honest, I think that's probably what we're best at is like mm -hmm. sourcing everything where if we're sourcing um, the resource for insurance or sourcing the talent to speak as a guest speaker on a certain topic, like I think that's where you and I fit best. Uh, what we're kind of need, needing help with is yeah. What are those pain points right now? Right. Like you and I have our own and we, I feel like we have a really good pulse on the market, mm -hmm. but there's no better way to find out than just asking everyone that's listening right now. What are you going through? Like, what's that, what is that biggest pain point for you? Send it over to us because it could add a lot of value your way, not coming from you and I necessarily, but we can bring somebody in uh, to help answer those questions and walk through those, uh, those issues. hundred percent. And it's, if, one person is having an issue, there's more than likely other people having it as well. Right. I know, I know where my issues lie and I, I, we talk about them all the time and try to figure things out. But if, you know, I don't know if other people are too, to where maybe if you have a different version of it or, you know, very, something very similar, then that's when we can really kind of find that person to, you know, get some advice from in, in the simplest form, basically, and just start a, a good and easy conversation on what they did to combat it. Yeah. And I love that um, with our, you know, I would say our partnership, what's so great about it is we, we have different perspectives as well. Mm -hmm. And so we can, whenever we come together, we can bring those, uh, but then yeah, bringing in these other perspectives is huge, but I think uh, it'll, it's allowed us to have our head up above water and see like, okay, what is going on? Where do we want to take the dirtbags podcast and dirtbags university in 2023, like let's set some goals. Like we've got big things coming, but we want to do bigger things and Correct. we don't want to be complacent. Uh, we've got too great of an opportunity at our fingertips here. Um, just with everyone listening, everyone giving their feedback, everyone buying into like what we're doing. Mm -hmm. 
I would just, I would hate to let something like this go. So I think just really hitting the books and getting after it in 2023. Um, I know you and I are going to plan our, our strategy call here and uh, I'm sure we'll have a, have one or two on that one. Oh yeah. I'm definitely going to have three or four on that one. Um, but one thing that I wanted to note out is connections. I was stalking your LinkedIn the other day and you have over 4,000 connections on LinkedIn. Really? I think I'm, I think I'm at like 700. So my goal for 2023 is to surpass you on your connections. Hell yeah. I, I've never, I don't even know if I've ever looked at that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I saw that, but I was like, holy shit, he's got that many connections. Let's go. That's it's awesome. Cool. It's cool. But yeah, yeah I'm going mean, to beat you in that number. Man, I think just like for myself, just, I, I think I lowered the bar for myself probably two or three years ago. I said, I'm just going to post what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to connect with people that I see are in the same industry or that I would vibe with. And I'm just going to roll with it. I'm not going to dive too deep into the analytics. I'm not going to get stressed out about posting four and a half times a week or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. just do your thing. And, and it has been a game changer, man. And just like, keep putting, keep laying a perfect brick every single day and like, just keep after it. Um, but also just be yourself. Like, obviously I see you on LinkedIn and and you're just, you're just calling it like it is. You're not mm-hmm. being somebody else. You're not trying to uh, perfect a social media strategy. You're just reaching out to people. You're giving some energy, giving the attitude in there and just like showing like what, you know, too, because yeah. I think people find value in that. And, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of listeners on LinkedIn and mm-hmm. not a lot of content producers. So it, it's it, pretty easy. Like for anyone in 2023 that wants to set a goal, like start, you know, start doing some of this stuff and just yeah. don't just- think too hard about it just be yourself. I mean, as soon as you start getting into, you know, just like I call it fake, right. To where you're typing. So how you would not be talking to somebody and and people can pick that up. And it's just like, this is bullshit. I, this isn't you, you no yuck. Um, I mean, granted, I understand like there's a corporate side of it to things, but you know, be professional, but be yourself as well. Yeah. We're also dirt bags. So it's like, yeah, true. I mean, true. Every time I, I brought a couple checks to obviously deposit into a, our account. And every time I go there, it's a new like window teller. And I'm like, hi, can I deposit this into the dirt bags account? And they always look at me like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, it's dirt yeah. bags media group. And they just look, they just give me this weird look and they're like, that's not a thing. And I'm like, there you go. There it is. Deposit it. Please. Yeah. I, uh, I can't wait till we start making some real coin and we're just yes. like dirt bags, media group, please <laughs> just set it on the yeah, table. The best part about them. They're like $20 checks that are going in. Yeah, there. Like, oh, right. The <laughs> like, all right. All right, kids. <laughs> yeah. Stay in school. Stay in school. Oh. oh, that's funny. Um, another topic that I feel like is gonna, we've had kind of a lot of questions and just like statements i'll call them on like we'll call it separation season obviously kind of the transition period from you know fall to winter there's a huge time to where some people don't work at all some people are doing snow removal you know they're they're busy doing that but it's so seasonally based um you know we could we could talk on that a little another part of that is just like the the separation season for a new year right i feel like a lot of people kind of miss this opportunity to take this time to start meeting people, to start reaching out to people. Um, you know, project, most construction projects, if you're in the excavation world are done. There's a lot of companies that just 
stop come, you know, we'll call it Thanksgiving and they're done. And, you know, a lot of the times those GCs are back in the office, they're recollecting a little bit um, because they don't have so much going on anymore. It's, it's more the buildup, right? Um, but now is the time to just start stopping into their office, right? They're going to be more present there than they would be out in the field. They don't want to be out in the field. It's fucking cold out in the field. Yeah. So they're going to be, they're going to be home base and they're doing meetings via zoom now and everything. So that is the time to start stopping by drop off business cards. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many I'm, I probably look like I'm fucking dead right now, but how many bids that Cole and I have to like meet for deadlines. And we're both just like, we don't know when we're going to have time to do all these. I mean, there's, there's literally probably 25 of them that are due in December. And I'm like, we got to pick and choose which ones we want, but that's because I feel like I put a lot of time in last year and I started giving business cards and, you know, just shaking hands with people and telling who we are, what we do and that type of thing. And again, this was a year ago. I had no idea where we were going to be at that time, but I was just throwing darts at a wall and seeing if they'd stick. Yeah, man. And this is one of my favorite things is this whole separation season topic, because it's so true and it couldn't be more true in construction, especially. Um, I mean, a lot of times companies, you know, they take their foot off the gas. Uh, this is an opportunity not, not to like burn yourself out, but like you said, mm-hmm. go walk into their office, like do something different than, than the chaotic rat wheel of the summertime yeah. Uh, where, yeah, go into their office, go talk to their secretary, go send them something. Um, go check out, you know, what they've got going on, go get a tour of their place, you know, different things like that can really help separate yourself apart. And with, with my business, you know, we do digital marketing. It's, it's amazing because we're starting to see these construction companies like, Oh, I see like wintertime. Yes. We're slower. We have less mm-hmm. cash flow, but wintertime, we have more time to mm-hmm. plan for the next year. And so from last year, you know, last year we got a lot of that of, oh, it's it's our slow season. We can't do marketing right now. No. Total change this year. It's mm-hmm. um we had a, a record month in November here. Um oh, yeah. and we just quadrupled everything. And it's because people are seeing like, oh, I see. Like if I start this stuff now, a website takes six weeks to build. It takes, you know, four to six months to start ranking and with some terms that puts us at next summer, then we're really running. So, correct. and also just like with, with your time too, you have time to strategize, you have time to sit down. So don't necessarily, you know, just take this time off, but, you know, use it to step on the gas a little bit more and like, okay, let's, let's separate ourselves from our competition. Um, you know, other contractors and just like the previous year, I mean, we can talk about that. Like, if you weren't happy with the year, separate yourself from that and go, go get it in 2023. Yeah. I, this is, this is a great time for people that are slower to really kind of dive into their numbers. You know, that's what I've got an accounting meeting here next week on Tuesday. And that's what, that's all we're doing. We're going to dive into what made money and what didn't or what didn't make money and what didn't make money is getting cut. I, I don't care, but I'm, I'm, I'm to the point to where I'm not in business to pay to go to work. James said that I'm in business to make money and I'm going to cut the things that don't make money out. Whether it's, whether it's guys, whether it's machines, whatever it is, I'm I'm cutting it out. Obviously that sounds really harsh and I'm not just going to go in with a something and say, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. I wouldn't do that, but you know, I'm, I'm going to really kind of dive into that. And then on that point too, that'll really help me figure out better numbers too. You know, I feel like we were at a high on a lot of our prices this year, as far as like fuel, as far as, 
you know, just a lot of variables that were very high because of supply chains to now where I'll be able to kind of condense all of that and be more prepared here for springtime to say, okay, here's what I want to make for our margins. Here's what we need to make to be profitable. Um, and just kind of take a step back. And like you said, look, you know, look from that 12 foot or however high up just around and just see kind of what's going on. Yeah. And what we do is in, when you strategize and you sit down with a business owner, don't make it more complicated. You know, yeah. a, most of the time when you look at your numbers, you're looking at your services. Some people want to go the more complicated route. Okay. We need to adjust this. We need to add this and do this many times. Like if you simplify it, you focus down and you, yeah, you cut some of the fat off and then you go vertical in there. I mean, that's, that's how you're going to succeed and also like run a more profitable business. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the goal. I mean, more profit, the better it really doesn't end up matter mattering like how much uh, revenue you're doing if you're not profiting anything at the end of the day. Correct. You could be doing $2 million, but you spend two and a half million dollars, right? Right. That's, that's, that's just a, it's a saying as old as time, but yeah. no, it, it's really just how I see it. Obviously like we do snow in the winters and you know, it's hit or miss depending on how much we get. And each year is different, but it's, it's never, you, I feel like you never really have a slow season, how you look yeah. at it. The winter season is for your, you know, work six months down the road is how I see it. You know, buy, send a home builder, a gift card to lunch, write a note to them and say, lunch on the black iron team, you know, hope to work with you at some point. I guarantee you a lot of those people in that office are going to remember that and say, God, they just sent us a $200 gift card. I guarantee yeah. you, if you work with them one time, you're going to make that back pretty fast. Yeah. You know, just, sure. just an instance like that. Don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of like sending donuts. I feel like that's very cliche and everybody's a lot more health conscious now and they don't like donuts. But maybe that's I'll just, take them. Send, maybe, send them maybe, to uh, Phaser Marketing and we'll take them. <laughs> maybe that's just personal opinion, but I think don't. I ate when we did concrete back in like 2016. No, it, this was this is 2014. Every time, whenever somebody was late, they had to buy the whole crew donuts. And this is when yeah. we were pouring concrete for a big FedEx building. And I had donuts like every day for like two months and i swear so to god people are just late all the time or yeah what? oh yeah they just didn't care they're like i'm gonna be 30 minutes late i gotta get two boxes Jeez. of sandy's donuts and oh i thought it was the best thing the first month and then month two i'm like you know these really aren't that great and then month three i'm like yeah i feel like ass just by eating them kind of a short snippet, yeah but yeah no more donuts um, for this guy so I'm going to take that. Uh, obviously, you were an employee back then and and jump back to our separation season. So I think that brings up almost an interesting point uh, that I want to touch on. But we, we talk a lot about business owners. You know, we work with a lot of business owners here. It's mostly owners, but we have a lot of employees and, mm -hmm. and other, you know, people in blue collar industries that listen. So I feel like it it it's across the board at separation season where as an employee, you can separate yourself as well, because as we all know, like, especially for Northern States, mm -hmm. um, there are layoffs that happen, or I should yeah. say, um, you know, it, it just happens. They're layoffs. They collect unemployment through the winters. A hundred percent. They are that. And yeah, that is a huge time for anybody that is looking to really kind of excel their career. Right. Obviously when it gets to these later months, you get tired. The conditions are less than ideal. 
Um, the work gets a little bit harder and you know, you're, yeah. you're probably asked more, right? Because these, these contractors are trying to get things done, right? And things are just taking more time. But now as an employee, this is, this is when people need to realize and take a step back and say, if I really step up here, or if I take the initiative to show that I'm here to help and I want to try to get this done or, you know, help however I can, I feel like whoever is in charge, whether it's a project manager, whether it's the owner, whether it's, you know, whoever else, they're probably going to notice that. And then that's only going to help excel your career. If, if you just take the initiative, whether it's you wake up and you don't know what the plan is, text them or, you know, get on the phone and say, Hey, what's the plan today? Um, if you don't have a plan, is there anything that I can help with? Even if there's not, they're going to, they're going to see that initiative that you took yeah. and be like, damn, okay, that is important to us. That is the mentality of growth. That is the mentality of they want to help. And I feel like that is what is going to separate a lot of employees, you know, during this time to where if they do want to get into like a management position, or if they do want to, you know, step up from a pipe layer to an operator or whatever the case may be, that is what's going to get you to that next level. Yeah. I think it's interesting too, because uh, I look at it in a way of, you know, instead of adding things to your boss or whoever you want to call it, instead of adding things to their plate and making them more stressed, how can you take something off? And you know, call me crazy, but it can be as simple as like coming in with like a, a good attitude and like, yeah. not just, you know, uh, whatever it is. But, um, so even just start there, like have a good attitude, like maybe bring somebody else up and who mm -hmm. knows they, they might see that, but then yeah, going the extra mile too. Um, typically business owners and everyone involved has things going on. They're, they're busy, they're stressed. Mm -hmm. Ask them like, how can I jump in and take maybe something else off your plate? How can I help out on the business side of things? Is there anything I can do to, um, you know, whatever it is in this example, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great time to do it because you're also not, um, probably as busy as the summer, but it, I think it's a good time to really separate yourself as an employee. It is. And then just problem solve too. Don't just, yeah. don't just throw in the towel whenever something comes up, whether it's, you know, something gets hard or there's a struggle or, you know, something comes up that nobody anticipated for. Don't just say, don't just quit, right? That'll, that'll get you nowhere. But if you, if you kind of take a step back and say, okay, what do we need to do? Who do I need to talk to? What do we need to try to line up to fix this problem? That's going to go a long ways too. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, uh, I mean, I could just talk all day about this, uh, mm -hmm. this season, this separation season. It just gets me juice because I love seeing people take ownership of that and just yep. like blast through it because they've got big goals for, for the next year. So, mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, and, that, and that, that brings into another good topic. You know, every person has goals, right? Yeah. But those goals will never be handed to you to a lot of people think, well, I worked really hard from this time frame to this time frame. You owe me because I showed up. No, I owe you did your job. I, we don't owe you anything. Yeah. For that. If you really want to excel and you want to achieve your own personal goals, this is the time to start paving that way. So it just made me think of this. Um, right before this interview, uh, we went, we were walking the strip and we had smash burger. Yep. So I, uh, I was starving. So I walked in and Blake and I ordered some food and, you know, so I got the, the cheeseburger, the fries and the shake, of course. And then, you know, and you just order at the desk and then they give you your food yep. and she's like, okay, put your card in. There'll be a question for you. And it's like, what do you want to tip? I was like, 
shit like oh damn they got do me. <laughs> I, it's it's the classic thing of like do you tip if you're just ordering at a restaurant with no service yep um i did tip i i was like yeah sure like she was nice yep best food ever so i i think just like man that it, it was so good um yeah so i i tipped and uh maybe i shouldn't have but the food is damn good that's a that's a great story and i think that can be like related to not knowing the outcome of things, but yeah. you did something. And it, trying to figure out how to, how to bring that back into the, yeah, I don't things, really know but... how to relate it. My, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best here, but I, I get what you're saying, right? You, you tipped way to go, Luke. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually smash burger is just a sponsor of the episode. So that's are, really yeah. all it was. Yep. Yeah. Those are the $20 checks that we cash every, every once a year. Yeah, so I had to drop that in. But uh, in other news, uh, I see the Taylor White beef is back. So the Taylor White yeah. and Black Iron saw a little Instagram story the other day. Um, yeah, he's got the Western hat, about to throw it, throw it away, and then you've got the uh, you've you got, got the, the KWC hat. Yeah, I actually did singe it pretty good, and I was like, well, I guess it just sits in my back seat anyway. I guess so. Sorry, Taylor. When I sent him that package, and this was really funny too. I, I I was sending out hats to people and there was one that I sent to a GC and I, and I was doing Taylor's and theirs at the same time. And I no. printed off like a picture of somebody flicking, like flicking Taylor off. Cause he, he wrote something on the sheet. I, I think it was like, fuck you or something. So I printed off like a dude flicking him off. And then I said, from, it was the wrong one. No, I, no, I was worried. about oh. it. it wasn't. And I said, from, you know, who, and then I addressed it like, I, I spelt his name weird and I don't know if he noticed it or not, but it was like T A Y L E O R or something. And then I did white W I T E just to piss him off a little bit. And I don't think he noticed, but then I was, we, we bid this pretty big project here and I sent that GC hats and I was talking, I was actually talking to Cole about this today. And I was like, we haven't heard from this GC yet. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's kind of weird. It's been like two weeks or something. And I'm like, Oh no. And he's like, what? And I was like, remember how I sent them hats? And he's like, yeah. And I said, I was doing tailors at the same time. And I printed off a big fuck you. And I'm like, I'm 95% sure I did not put that in theirs, but there's a 5% making me question. And so I called him today or this wasn't today. This was like two days ago. And I called him and I said, Hey, uh, Luke with Western, just checking in. Um, you know, just wanted to make sure you guys got everything. Okay. If you had any questions on the bid, um, and Shane is his name. He goes, Oh, Hey, yeah, no, we're, we're just waiting to hear, but Hey, we got some hats. And I was like, Oh yeah. Anything, Anything else? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we love them. Thanks so much. And I was like, thank God. And then that's when Taylor yeah. was sending me snaps of his burning it. And yeah, so that was funny. Dude, that's yeah, a heart attack moment. The uh, the beef, the beef continues on. It's the beef uh, we'll continues, see, and we'll see I'm what happens. Gonna, Taylor's got a really good following, and I love it because we'll we'll like Snapchat each other and die hard, flick me off, die hard. But there, he's got some fans that are like, like I'll post something, and I, you know how he always has videos with like the lights on, and I'll do hashtag are the lights on? Yep, lights are on or something like that. And there's some smart ass kid. Who's like Taylor White is the greatest guy ever? He's fucking God. You are nothing. And I'm just like, dude, chill out. Like this is funny. And like he's got yeah, just diehard fans. And I'm in it for hey, just for the comments. I don't even care what Taylor thinks. That's respect, though. I mean, to have to have just 
a an entourage just like backing you up building the wall around you i mean i love it i i i love the beef i'm here for it and uh we might see some fisticuffs at a uh, good old con expo in March here that we would one thing I, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt our conversation, but I know, and maybe I'm kind of a douchebag for saying this, but there's some of the comments where I get into it a little bit with people. Um, and there was one guy who commented on one of our photos or our videos. It was this one with Andy when yep. he was digging, when he was digging that. And that's where the dollar store Ken white showed up is this kid commented and he goes such a dollar store ken white can't believe it and i was like who the fuck is this kid so i clicked on his profile and he's got a mustang skid in his in his profile and if anything knows anything about mustangs those are the fucking dollar store versions of equipment so i clapped back at him and i said says the guy with a fucking mustang and he didn't say anything after that but I was like, geez, maybe I need to take them less personal, but I love it for the comments. Yeah, dude. No, it, if you if you didn't take them personal, it wouldn't be as enjoyable. So, uh, you know, <laughs> keep it up, man. I, I, I love to see it push your buttons. I shouldn't say I take it personal. I just, yeah, like I get fired up about the comments about how I can say something to where they can't say anything back, which yeah. is basically taking it personal. But yeah, a- absolutely. <laughs> um, so you guys got, are, are you guys getting pounded with snow up north right now? Or how is that uh, coming down right now? Yeah, it's the snow and the cold. We obviously we're still digging. Uh, we got about like a foot of frost in Fargo. And then I know out west, they're, they're right around the same. But it, it feels like it's just constant snow right now to where yeah. whether it's two inches, an inch, we got a half an inch. Today, I think we got four inches. This next week, oh, we're wow. supposed to get a stent of like 15. So it, it you know, and everybody gets tired. So it's just trying to navigate that. And, you know, obviously thankful for the glacier guys, but fuck it. Yeah. Usually the, it, it's a, it's a slower start to the season, but I'm, I'm thankful. It's not again. I'm, I'm very thankful. It's not because it's fun to have that work, but it can, it can be stressful at times. Yeah. So I was going to ask you that. Um, is it like more stressful in the winter or the summer, or does it totally depend on like how many days straight you're because winter is just like, you could go days on end of just yeah you could go work. you could go weeks without anything in the winter i would say the winter is probably more stressful just because you never know when something might yeah. come up like there could be a 10 percent chance of snow and and that say that's at like 9 p.m but 4 a.m rolls around you got three inches on the ground and you have somebody calling you get up get your ass out you gotta go clear these yeah. businesses then you gotta call your guys and you're like okay well who's who's not gonna answer on this one you know, yeah. so I, I would say the winter is more stressful because the summer is a little bit more controllable. You know, you can work through rain, you can work for, through wind. Um, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. Snow sucks. Yeah. With those, those bigger lots, do they pay per plow or per snowfall or how does that typically work on the commercial end of things? So the way that glacier rolls, um, and speaking of glacier, we should have Jeremy on the podcast. He would be fun to talk to. They do. Yeah, he'd be so, awesome they've got a whole setup. I think they have like 30 some loaders or something, but then they subcontract people out like us who I don't want to take on any of my snow accounts just because I don't want that heading. Yeah. Um, they subcontract us on, and then they pay us an hourly rate per machine. Um, they basically give you a route and say, this is your route. Take care of it. Here's our expectations. We'll call you in to go out and then that's it. Then you bill us for your time. Oh, it's that easy, huh? They make it really easy. Obviously, like there's tablets that they use now and there's GPSs on equipment, which is good. 
Um, you know, it helps for the billing side, but yeah, it's, they, they've got, they've got a really good system. That's cool, man. Um, yeah, I suppose snow is interesting. Cause I've noticed that you either have to be in it big time, like, mm-hmm. like glacier or it's, it's tough to make it. I feel like, uh, you, unless you don't make money subbing, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be the first to say it. It's more for just something to come in to offset some of the expenses. Sure. I that see. You, you don't go into it being a sub making money and yeah. anybody who says they make money as a sub is a liar. Yeah. Um, totally going to take that and run with it here. Uh, backtracking on this 2022, what are some of the most profitable, like not specific projects, but services that you've noticed, um, and have provided? Mm, I think they're all profitable, right? Yeah. It's the thing that kills us sometimes are mistakes that are made on projects. Yeah. You know, we, we got to try to limit our mistakes. We got to try to limit um, just small things. Right. And then that'll really help our profitability. But we had there, you know, digging basements is good, but we had some issues with our yeah. software this year to where they were digging at a really weird angle. And we had to import a bunch of material and, you know, it was basically a wash. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it's all profitable. It just, there has to be a really good plan in place and there's got to be the right equipment to do it. You know, so there's not like one realm that's profitable over others because everybody, you know, if they see a bill, they'll be like, holy shit, you're making what? It's like, well, no, yeah. here's the cost that's associated with that too. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it, I think the sole thing is mistakes is how yeah. a lot of people can limit. But yeah, I mean, it, you're not in business to not make money either. So every, I feel like a lot of, profitability is, is a swear word to some, which it shouldn't be. You know, you mm-hmm. need to be profitable. And I think more people need to realize that too. Well, I think, uh, and I think we'd mentioned it earlier, but you know, that's what you're going to walk through. And that's what we walk through at the end of the year, mm-hmm. especially is profitability. Like yep. what kind of things can we cut? What kind of things can we add? How can we be more profitable uh, in the next year? Uh, but at least you have data to look at, you know, you have the whole year of 2022, uh, you've seen growth, uh, with, with your businesses. So that's good. And so now it's like, okay, cause you also need that, that top line revenue growth. Um, Correct. and then you can kind of start shaping it and saying, okay, how can we make this top line gr- uh, growth even more profitable in this next year? But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, n- it's never going to be perfect for anyone mm-hmm. any year, but just like that continuous improvement on both ends, uh, can really help out hundred percent. I do think as far as like work scope goes, I think we are going to cut out completely B2C interactions. I only yeah. want B2B. I'm only going to work for general contractors, contractors, um, things like that. I am, I am, I'm just done working for the consumer because that's where we've seen a lot of people not pay is when mm-hmm. we start doing that stuff. Or it's just a price shop, you know, they'll, they'll get yeah. a bid, they waste your time. And then they're like, Oh, well, we're going to go with this guy. And then it's just a vicious cycle to whoever can do it cheapest. And half the time when they go with the cheapest bidder, they come back to us and they're like, Hey, this person really messed up. We need you to come fix it. And I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to yeah. come fix it. I'm sorry. Cause the estimate that I gave you isn't valid anymore. I have to now fix that person's problem and it's going to be a lot more. And you're, you're just the bad guy in that case. So I think right. that's something that we're probably going to eliminate. Yeah. And it's great because, uh, you can do that, you know, when you're in 
when you're in this position of like, okay, who do we want to work with this next year? Um, yep. Which, which projects, which services do we really want to hone in on for the, this type of client? And yeah, yep. B2B, I mean, that's definitely my favorite of, seems like less, there's less, in my opinion, less unknown Correct. where things are just popping off. They're shopping much more where if you can get a few of those solid relationships where they're just like feeding you the work in a funnel, um, everyone kind of wins in that, in that scenario. And especially if you guys start clicking on all cylinders, like with these partners, yep. then it's just like, you know, over time and you just you know, develop not, such a good system. Yeah. And not just over the one year, but multiple years and, you know, decades into the future. Correct. Correct. We're seeing that with a lot of general contractors right now too. Um, they, you know, they're, they're tired of who they're working with because I feel like they've just become complacent. And I, I don't want to say greedy because, you know, maybe the, I don't know where they stand, but I, there's a reason why there's a lot of general contractors looking for new people to work with. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really anxious to take that on and just learn new sides with different businesses and meet new people. And, you know, from there, pick out the ones that we want to work with and the ones that we don't want to work with. Yeah, absolutely. And at the very least, get on their bid list. Like it's yep. it's hard for some of these GCs to say no to that. If you're a good, nice, you know, young person, you come up yep. to them and you say, hey, this is what we do. Uh, you know, kind of show them what you do, show them your website, show them all that. And then, you know, ask to be on their bid list. And mm -hmm. it's it's hard for them to say no because they haven't given you any projects, they haven't given you any money, but they're gonna give you a shot to see, yeah, let's let's see what you can come up with here. And right. then, you know get that in there, get that first one, crush it. And then you can really start building it up. But, but we're seeing that too. I mean, just the, the world of, you know, where these GCs only work with their one contractor, it seems to be shifting a bit where, okay, you know, we'll take a look at some other guys here. Yeah. If you can come in and get it done. Mm -hmm. Great. We need somebody. So um, I feel like it's out there ripe for the pickings. It is. And this is where you can start being selective too. Like, Obviously I'll give anybody a chance and yeah. I'll work with anybody, but if they try to fuck you in any way, or if they're just someone you don't want to work for, don't be afraid to say, take me off your bid list. I know, yeah. I know there's one that we're, I will never work for this contractor again. I'm not going to name names, but as soon as we're done with the project, I am going to email all of them and say, please do not contact us for any more services. I, I, I won't bid them and I will not reply to your emails. Yeah. You know, and That's you have the power to do that. And I think yep. you don't always have to say yes. Yep. That's, right? that's huge. That's probably one of the biggest uh, powers that you have as a business owner mm -hmm. is saying no, is, is firing a client is, yep. you know, saying no to that, that partnership. I mean, we get big eyes and everything looks shiny and exciting as, as an owner, but yeah, you, you have to make those decisions and look at like your sanity and then the yep. health of your business as well. I got scolded by a couple people for that too. Cause I told them, I just said, I, I will no longer work with them. And they're like, you're going to cut that relationship off one. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't want anything to do with them. How that project went and how they handled yeah. things. I never want to go through that again. And people are like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I have the power to do that. I don't care. You know, I, it's not worth it to me to keep putting up with that to where, you know, on another project, it's just a night and day difference to where, there's yeah. understanding there's, you know, a team side of things. And I, I will, I will work with that contractor as much as I can. You know, yeah. so the good ones are out there. You just got to find them. Yeah, absolutely. You got to dig a little bit to get them. You, so. you got to go through the bad to get to the good. And you know, as much as that sucks, but 
it's so true. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, Mr. Payne, uh, this episode absolutely flew by. So I think uh, we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up here because you got to get out, push some snow. I'm going to be home this weekend, back up north. I can't wait to do some ice fishing, like get home back to the snow. Absolutely, um, man. But uh, yeah, and obviously I'll get to see you soon. So I'm stoked yep. for that. But big things, man. We got a new year coming. We got our dirt bags meeting. Uh, we've got our dirt bags university that we're shooting for January. We'll launch mm-hmm. that. Uh, official date when we get it uh, and just a lot of updates for for you guys so we um i know luke and i appreciate more than anything like everything you all do for us and just like sending us the love and the feedback and the messages like we read everything we go over it um so we just can't thank you guys enough no thank you guys again and everybody out there remember it's separation season do what you can to separate yourself yeah let's get after it let's have a huge 2023 let's see some growth And, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's a big table of success that we're all going to be at. So let's get after it. Okay. Theoretical cheers, man. Jeremy, I'm not drinking. Thanks for your time, Luke. (laughs) Cheers.